Hey, what's up? This is Anthony Denham, wide receiver for the Utah Utes, number eight, and you're listening to KU Radio. But I won't be the last athlete, so stay tuned and continue listening. Welcome to the <laughs> final episode. Hooray. Wow. Weird. I, I, it feels weird. Like, I, I've mixed emotions, you know? Like, part of, me, part of me is happy to go, but part of me is sad to leave, you know? You have mixed emotions. Yeah. I bombed last week for the first hour. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Why do I sound completely broken on here? I don't know, man. Hmm. Oh, well. Hello. I'll there make it go. work in post. How about that? So, how's everyone doing? How are you, Johnny McKeon? This is Old Ute Radio. I'm at a loss for words, man. I Well, that's a bad thing to have <laughs> on an auditory <laughs> broadcast. My, my, my life <laughs> has gone through so many changes in the past two weeks. I moved out of my parents' house. I got a new car. I, I get my citizenship on Friday. I finally feel like I can start my life because I put so much of my life on hold to get to where I am right now to get to this point. You know, it's I don't. I think that's wrong words. Yeah. I think you've blossomed tremendously since the last winter, when I met you last winter. Yeah. I mean, you talk better. You uh, speak with more fluidity. Yeah. You're funnier. Oh, um, thank you. Your personality has blossomed. You're an American citizen. Yeah, my life has changed. I got a beautiful home. I got. You drive a Prius. <laughs> I drive a Honda CRV. <laughs> you have two, uh, <laughs> Schnickerdoodles or whatever. Two cats. <laughs> yeah. My two beautiful cats. <laughs> Oh my God! Like you're pregnant? I, yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. I thought that's why you were taking a leave of absence. No. Oh, look who made it! Oh, look at this! Hatton. It's our intrepid leader. Here, Will, sit over here. <laughs> sit over here. I'll take this host mic. Sure, sure. Yeah. So to fill you in, we just popped on air. Yep. Uh, we're talking about Johnny's lovely, lovely, lovely. changes. Changes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been playing some awful '80s tunes already. Good, good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Let me tell you about the day I had it. If you smell vomit, <laughs> it, there's a story behind it. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I apologize for anybody that I might gross out because when I keep thinking about it, it just makes me want to regurgitate. <laughs> but, uh, Please. So, you know, I, I don't get to sleep in very much. No. It's never – having a baby really kind of takes that away from you. And uh, as you can tell, I'm kind of out of breath yeah. running up here. Yeah, take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, and I had to go into work early so I can come here and then do my final after this because uh, she works. I was like, okay, well, if you have to get early, up early, that really means I have to be up early with Hazel too. Right. And so I, she hands me Hazel. I'm like, can I get you to go back to sleep? Come on, come oh on. So I lay her down. She falls asleep, or she kind of like is in a very, very light, like 
you know, Rim light sleep. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like rolling around. Our, like she, she does this automatically. I'm using my hands for all those people out there. Just rolling around, like flailing, hitting me. I mean, I <laughs> Will looks it. like he's bad at swimming. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't swim. <laughs> he looks like he's drowning. <laughs> um, I've woken up with her like headbutting my armpit. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Like when she's in the bed with us, she's just like kicking us and <laughs> making sure her presence is known. Well, this morning she definitely made her presence known. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear <coughs> she's like coughing. Yeah. Coughing turns into puking. <gasps> nice. She Ugh. just Projectile, eaten oat. Right? She just yeah. Well, <laughs> she just eaten oatmeal. <laughs> Yuck. So it was just nasty. Her covers, pillows. <laughs> Fortunately, she wasn't facing me, so I was like, okay, good. Uh, but it, I, I still feel it in my nostrils, like the smell. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, like sure. kind of lingers. Yeah. Uh, and then I laid her down for a nap. All was going well. And, uh, yeah, she uh, she puked again. Well, get used to it. Uh, for about the next 10 years of yeah, your I life, know. once a year, you'll be doing this. <laughs> and some of them are, are very interesting. Like, my son was about eight, and he spent six hours projectile vomiting. And it was the saddest thing in the world for a dad because... There's nothing you can do. Yeah, just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Watch it happen. <laughs> Good luck, kid. <laughs> so I notice all our levels are really low. Yes. Yeah. So we must be turned up really high on here, and we need to turn up high over there. Well, see, I think there's a short in this uh, head box. So uh, yesterday, uh, Maxwell yeah. came through and fine-tuned it. I like so this. So we should have oh, there better I levels. Yeah. Because uh, if you just turn your headphones up, and we're not sending out a, a good signal, then it's no good. Then it's no good. Yeah. So, and but yeah, that looks a lot better. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I just go. keen <laughs> observations, <laughs> trying to help you guys. Yeah, out, it's a good know. thing uh, Johnny's been running the, the board for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how are you guys doing? Well, that's that's kind of what we've been talking about. Johnny's right? very sad. He's full of doom and gloom over there. Yeah, it's just you know, <laughs> it's I'm sad to leave, but. I'm glad that I'm going. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I, there, that's my, there's mine. There you I was go. like, oh, now I can hear. I okay. was like, my yes. headphones were a little low. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just, yeah, my life's been going through all these changes. You yeah, know? man. How, how do you like the new job? I, uh, mean, I guess it's not really new anymore. It's uh, the current and ongoing job. Uh, I love my job at ABC. It's the best. We have nice. our Christmas party tonight. Um. I recently moved into a beautiful home just down in Sugar House. I, I got a new car, a Honda CRV. I moved. <laughs> I moved. Why is that so funny? Well, I honestly, I, anything's an upgrade from the minivan. Yeah, so, I mean, you can you can go with a lot of things yeah. and be okay. Yeah, I'm very happy. And yeah, it's just weird. Like I have my own space now, and yeah, you know, work's picking up, and my personal life is picking up. I mean, it's just I'm 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 sad to leave. KU Radio because of everything that they've done for me. Yeah. You know, this past year has been extremely beneficial to my personal and uh, professional life, you know? Yeah, we talked about it the other day and yeah. just the idea that, you know, when we bring people on through the station, you know, we want to give them their best opportunities to succeed professionally. I mean, we, we are a, a kind of a, you know, we're we're a college radio station. I mean, there's there's yeah. gonna be the, the numbers faults show it there. You know, there, there's gonna be hits or miss every now and then. But uh, as long as we can put out people that you know enjoy what they're doing, and and you know, if you wanted to get into radio, you've now got a resume bullet point right there. Yeah, yeah. 
Not only that, you can clip and edit and give them a reel. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's important. That's valuable. Yeah. Word. Word. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's the future of KU? What's going to happen uh, after know, I'm gone? Uh, so there's there's a number of parties. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's gone. Our New Year's resolution gets you yeah. the hell out of here. Uh, step one, uh, the the first thing that's going to go on during the winter is we're installing the TV. Yeah. It's going to be right outside this uh, wall by our studio, 50 inch. It's big. Uh, it's going to display our schedule. It'll play Kute so people can hear it as they walk by. It won't be too loud because we don't want complaints, but... Uh, oh, you're going to get a lot of complaints. Oh, I'm sure. We're <laughs> always going to get complaints. <laughs> Whiners. Yeah. That's what I say. Uh, you know, honestly, it's weird. And I talked about this last week when I stopped in yeah. with uh, Sasha, but there's just kind of a limit of what you can do as a station manager, like, within a year. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of feel like I look at all the things I want to get done, and I just do it because I don't have time for, you know, should we, should we not? And, and that, that's not always the best approach because, you know, when we were looking at LPFM, I was like, well, let's do it, you know, yeah. all gung-ho, only to find out that means and, and ability to do it were just, you know, unrealistic. I mean, we, in order for us to get that tower, like to get it, we would have had to put a tower on the Wells Fargo building, which is downtown. <laughs> <laughs> And run cable from here to there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, on top of paying them rent, uh, you know, a number. Why can't of, we use the. It was the only. Uh, we, we had an engineer like look into where we could potentially go or put it up within the FCC's yeah. um, regulations for giving this LPFM. And, and honestly, from what I had heard from people, it was like this kind of thing pops up all the time. And which was kind of cool is we made a connection with uh, Vicki Mann from KRCL and she's like, I don't, I don't think you guys should do it. It's, it'll be pointless. You know, in 10 years, you're going to spend a ton of money take trying it to, down. yeah, to take it down <laughs> and go a different route. And she said, I honestly think going internet is probably the best option for you guys. And yeah. so we changed our name. We're KU Internet Radio. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing, I, honestly, it's just weird. I, I kind of feel like I look at Anna's time at the station and I look at mine and it's like, you have these little things that turn out to be big things. Yeah. Like, you know, we updated our, our dad's software, which is the automation system. It's really and cool. it, it <laughs> put us on a, a newer level or a better level level from where we were. I mean, we were we had a glorified iTunes, essentially, yeah. and now we've got something that's comparable to what you'll get in the real real world. I mean, like in Salt Lake, for example, I mean, half the radio stations run Enco, which is uh, the same comp same software we, we use. I mean, they, the other ones use a different software, and it's, I mean, I think it's similar to, like, PC and Mac. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, they're, they're the same thing for the most just part. Preferences. You just Look, bells and whistles are a little different. I just I'm amazed at the growth that KU has gone through since we've started here. I mean, yeah. we went from just a little tin pot radio station to like this awesome internet little empire that it's growing here. It's amazing. I remember Sasha, you remember our first radio show? Oh boy, do I! Do you remember <laughs> that? Where we just we just came out here. Here's the board. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> but there's a certain freedom that's uh, yeah. very like I've we've had all we've never had a discussion with you about our content 
Like you've never come in and said, hey, you guys. There was something last week. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was the week I was here. <laughs> no, it, it honestly, it's, it's hard because one thing I do want to move towards is a more strict and steady schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in, uh, in the future, you know, you won't, cause that's the problem with the station right now. And this is something that's, I think, going to help build us and make us better in the future is if we've got, when I, when I started at, at KU, we had over 60 shows. That's just way too much inconsistent. Half the, I would say a quarter of the DJs mid semester stopped doing their shows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There was just a lot of issues. And when I became a, a, a director, I saw to it that we cut back. I was, I was like the music director at, this, at the time. I was like, you know, we, we need to give more people or like have, have mandatory two hour minimums yeah. for any show. What, what were you doing before, like half hour shows? Uh, hour. Really? Yeah, we had like probably a good 30 shows that were an hour long, just, just an hour. That's straight music? Just, just yeah, music or talk. I mean, mm. and that's the thing. I've, I've discovered that, like, talk radio uh, doesn't really need to be, uh, you know, very long. Yeah. Um, like, two hours is probably just right from what I've been pulling from the DJs. Uh, some people like an hour, but the thing is, when trying to put together a schedule and trying to have some consistency from uh, semester to, to semester, it's like, you know, we, we've got to hone it in a little bit. And so... This the last two three semesters we've consistently had about thirty shows, so we cut about half of our shows, which means that we're giving DJs longer hours, which is good. You know, giving people that we like more time, uh, and then in result, like I think we're we're getting to a point where we don't have, you know, I don't want to say. S- Scumbags isn't right. Uh, that, <laughs> that, was, that was the first word that came to mind. I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of you know just really chump hour radio. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, I listen to the radio a lot, our radio a lot, and, and I hear a lot of, you know, forgets here, you know, misses in the commercial breaks, not saying our <laughs> station liners, and I think some of that oftentimes falls back on me. I mean, granted, everybody should know, you know, they should say, it. you're listening to KU Internet Radio, and, and oddly enough, not enough people say that, and so I feel like that's some of my my uh, desires for oh, the next oh, semester. Oh, by the way, before I forget, you're listening to KU Internet Radio. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny McKinn. You can follow Sasha at Mr. Underscore Bloom. You can follow Will Hatton at, what is it? Geek Rev Geek Will? Geek Rev Will. Geek Rev Will. Speaking of, where's Mr. Bennett? Oh, he can't make it. He just texted me. He can't make it. Yeah. Shucks. That yeah. happens. Well, I guess uh, after you leave, we're going to spend two hours burying him on radio. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, well, that's a bummer. So, yeah. um, well, you so you gave us, what was it, four passes? Yeah. yeah. The Wolf War. Can you explain that a little bit, like what the process? So, uh, you when are you, are you going to do it later on in the show? Yeah, yeah. Good, good. All right. So, here's the deal, anybody that's listening. If you want to win tickets, uh, we've got two pairs to give away, so two lucky winners. Uh, if you are really interested, uh, we'll have a trivia question revolving around Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, so oh, wait a minute. I thought I had to pull a bunch of Martin 80s Scorsese. music. Oh, yeah. They, in some <laughs> 80s movie music takes place to go in along. the 80s. Yeah, it's kind of a theme. Yeah. 
So if you're interested, you know, have your chance to call in and be on the air and answer some trivia questions. So that's what the deal is. You basically, we're going to, you know, send your name on to be on an RSVP list. Uh, you'll just need to go to this, the theater gateway, uh, 7 p.m. on Thursday. Tomorrow, I guess, yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. So, Anna was, you know, on a, on a, on a similar but separate note, Anna was li- reading reviews about this movie. Yeah. She, we had we had tonight What's it called Wolfman or Wolf, the Wolf of, of Wall Street. Street. Wolfman's <laughs> very Wolf different. Man of Wall Street. <laughs> 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 very different movie. Sorry, no. Uh, so, Wolf on Anna, Wall Street. Anna, uh, she works for Cumulus Radio, and so they get a lot of movie passes. I I'm completely off. Uh, so they they get uh, they get passes to go to movies as well. It's through the actually the same organization that that we've now made a connection with and how we have the passes. But their screening is tonight for Wolf of Wall Street, and they're also doing one for American Hustle, mm. which... It's they, supposed to be really good. Yeah, they both look pretty good. I mean, the more and more I saw trailers for Wolf of Wall Street, it, it generally made me look really interested. It's Martin Scorsese formed f- filmed four hours worth of movie. He's really? had to cut it down to two hours, 59 I re- I'm really wondering what all he had to cut out because apparently Anna's like from the reviews I've heard this movie should be NC-17 that's what they were saying Uh, finally apparently (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio has a candle shoved up his and pulled out by a prostitute full frontal you're seeing the candle coming out of Leo's (laughs) <laughs> the things he does for an Oscar. Uh, it just sounds gross. and You want to see it. <laughs> if, if that's your thing, you're going to be a lucky winner. Yeah, for, no. yeah, so we got two passes. So two sets of two tickets. Do you think yeah. there's, so John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, he's a, dire- yeah. He's a <laughs> director. He's a director. He did Iron Man. He did Swingers. Sure. So. Do you oh. think, well, he wrote. Have you ever started. seen the movie PCU or uh, yeah PCU. Yeah, it's a movie from the nineties. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy uh, Piven. Jeremy Piven says the best line ever <laughs> to John Favreau. John Favreau is going to a concert. He's got the shirt of the band he's going to see. Yeah, and and Jeremy Piven says, "Dude, don't don't be that guy." <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's. <laughs> but do you think there's ever tension between? Because he's the Iron Man director, right? Right. Yeah. So he's done. Big movies, and yeah, then having to work a under a Martin Scorsese, who's no, obviously no, a legend. I th- he's, That's he's an a, honor. He's a, he's a think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. You don't think you question camera angles or lighting? Well, or a, would think, you go uh, on Opie and Anthony and so tell them how to do it? We're yes. uh, <laughs> looking at the time. Uh, we should take a break right now. Oh, you're just gonna commercials. Screw us all. All right. So you guys, you guys are are the the ones that that failed on this <laughs> one. You're supposed to segue. Oh joy. Okay. Well, we have to go to dad. Yep.
everybody, this is Keith Stubbs, comedian, entrepreneur, actor, and failed radio personality, and you're listening to Old Ute Radio. Welcome back to the final episode of Old oh, Ute man, Radio. It hurts to hear that. It does. I, honestly, so I was talking to you. I can't. I, honestly, because I talked to you recently and I talked to you last week. Yeah. I can't remember which one I said this to. I think it was Sasha. So one of the things that we're going to do with the station is I've already talked to Lauren, who's a good candidate for future station manager. Yeah. Uh, and we, I talked to her about this plan that I want to try to push for the fall where we basically uh, have go from 30 shows down to like 12. Yeah. And during the two o'clock hour, you're going to have talk radio. Uh, and so each day, you know, it'll be like talk at two or something, you know, mm -hmm. catchy like that. But each individual day will have its own kind of theme or whatever. And so one of the themes might be called old Ute radio, give it a rebirth. <laughs> reboot reboot that's cool mm -hmm. and i want to do the same thing for geek revolution radio which uh is a show that johnny myself and and ryan have done uh in, and, in ben the, Fox. In, and ben in the in a podcast world um we've we've had it sometimes air on ku and sometimes not <laughs> i'd say mostly not yeah um but uh what's your plans with that are you gonna do that again geek, like when you guys geek move Red out Will? to austin i don't know See, honestly, like, I, I get where Ryan's coming from and not wanting to do it right now just because... It's too he, tough. He, in general, like, is just way too busy. Yeah. Like, he's got a lot going on on his plate. I mean, obviously, I think that's why he's not here. Yeah. He's just got a lot on his plate, and... Well, we all do. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a crazy semester. Um, and so it's just, it's it's hard. He's talked about doing a episode this winter so sometime during the winter break just explaining what's going on getting back together and saying hey we're not this isn't like one of those when people say they're on hiatus it really means they're done mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like ryan kind of felt like and this is coming from him and i, I kind of felt felt the same sentiment but like it's hard putting together a show every and week every week it's tough uh, it's hard but it's also hard when you feel like you're moving on to a different stage in your life and you look at what you're doing and you say do i have the time to dedicate to this yeah. do i mean because right now just personally in my life i looked at it the same way i'm like man this past semester it was it's been really hard for us to get together and find a consistent time and date and it's hard when you've got four people with four lives four lives four, yeah. you know i it's hard i i coached a softball team of men, like a men's, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, I think I think I would have been happier coaching like little league softball or little league baseball because yeah. 
these guys, I, I swear, it, it, it was the most difficult thing to do to get nine people, like try to get 10 people on the same page. Yeah. So, but I, I understand where he's coming from. So. Oh, before I forget, I won my fantasy football league. Bravo. Your team leather balls, right? Yes, we won the cheeky delinquents. Uh, I, yeah. I did not do well. Like yeah. I, I played in Ryan's league, and the week before the playoffs, I was in the number three spot. Yeah. The week after, like the following the week, I was in seventh place, which wow. we had a six, six-team playoff system. Really. So I went from third to seventh in a week, wow. and I was out. I was so not happy. <laughs> I, I I had a very interesting. I, I won my first five games, mm-hmm. then I lost like three. I lost two, and then won two, and then lost one, and I ended up with like eight and five, and I won the I, league. I How had such a get? weird. A certain amount. I'm not going to report on yeah. my taxes. Five billion dollars. <laughs> no, I, I won about a, a 130 bucks. I did six leagues this year. Bought a new microwave. Oh, solid. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I was in six <laughs> leagues, and they were all consistently very mediocre. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird year for fantasy like, football. I would have good day or good weeks, and then I'd have like, honestly, it was like one week in Ryan's league. I had, I would like average the first couple of weeks. It was like 195, 105. So I was like right around 100 for like the first three or four games. Then like randomly 62, and then like you know 180, and then like it just was all over the place this year. Hmm. At least for my team, yeah. my players were not getting it done. Professional footballs, like I've been watching it this year, and I kind of took a couple years off. It's not good football. The product's not good. Like I'm a big fan of the cornerback and the strong safety, and they've completely nullified those positions. Um, with their with the, the, with the, the hitting rules. penalties, yeah. yeah. Like the whole point of defensive football is to let your Jerry Rice or uh, Calvin Johnson know that if you do a slant down the middle, we're going to do our very best to dislocate your neck. Like <laughs> that's the goal. Like that's how. See, I I, I understand. Like I, I, I some guys have gotten this like ridiculous argument where some like have you ever been in seen an argument or been a part of an argument with somebody that just has no arguing skills? Like sure. they'll just bring yeah. up points that are irrelevant <laughs> or like, well, what about this? And yeah. it's like nothing to do with what right. you talked about. So I was like in a weightlifting class, and some guys were just <laughs> going on and on about like the the status of football, and I I personally think it's on the downslide. Yeah, I you know when you have. Thirty percent of little leagues reporting less people. I think it was a nationally fourteen percent of youth football. Yeah, like I mean, it down. Was, if I ever have a kid, he's not playing yeah. football. Yeah, well, not regardless, happen. my kid's playing baseball. Yeah, so, you know. and softball. No, we already softball. we already yeah. delegated that on Mike, and one day he got really mad because all his friends were going to start playing f- football. He's like, "I want to play," and I was like, "No." Speaking of football, that was one of uh, we have yeah. people walk by our booth. That was I can't remember his name. Well, here uh, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's uh, yeah. checking us out. I can't remember his name, but he's on the football team. He's saying what's up. Here, you want to come in? Yeah, let him in. Here, go get him. Yeah, all right, we'll come get him. Yeah. We'll ask him what he thinks about yeah. football. I'll put him on guest four. Okay, sounds hey, good. Yeah, come here, man. Sit on mic four. Yeah. Uh, be clean. Because, uh, <laughs> otherwise, athletic directors will kill us. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's up, man? We're talking about the status of football. Perfect timing. Yeah. Oh, for real. Yeah. 
Do you, do you think uh, football's on the down well, first downside? Of all, what, what's your name, man? I'm Anthony Denham, wide receiver. Number okay. Eight. Yeah. Number cool, eight. Yeah. Solid. I thought you looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. So yeah, what do you? So well. Yeah. Right? yeah. What do you, do you th- How do you feel about the uh, status of football? Do you think it's on the upslide, downslide? You know, with all like the injuries, the safety stuff. Um, I'm gonna say we're in between, and everything that's going on comes along with the sport. Injuries come, you know. Um, for unfortunately for for us, it happened at a bad, you know, bad times or bad points of the week where you know we have big game, upcoming games, and you know we lose a guy a week before, or you know just all of us not being on the same page, whether it's you know coaches or players or you know offense and defense. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a kind of a a weird season because you know we had a lot of a lot of great games. Um, we're coming back in a lot of them. Yeah. You know, a lot of them were really fought tough battles. Yeah, you lost a lot of close games. A yeah. lot of close games. And yeah. I think the difference between us and those games were, you know, the turnover margin, obviously. Definitely. Um, I think that's it. I don't think it was up or down or, you know, a bad season. I just think that we had a lot of, you know, we beat ourselves throughout the whole season. Yeah. Too, basically what it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what, what's life like for you now, now that you're in the off season, now that you're not going bowling? Like, what, um, what do you do? Do you still train? Like... What's your schedule like as a I, as an athlete, student athlete? Student athlete, well, finals, you know, today's yeah. my last <laughs> final. Uh, um, I don't want to take mine later today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one at 3.30. Oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, walking around enjoying it, you know. I, um, this is my senior year already, you know, this is my last semester here. And, you know, I plan on going home and training, you know, for the NFL. Nice. Right on, right but on. life without football, you know. Everything seems open. It seems like there's too much time. You know, I don't know yeah. what to do with all this time. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm used to. laughs> like we wake up at six a.m. Then we go to class, and then we'll wait around at the football facility for practice or weight room or film. So yeah. not having to do that, it like allows. It just feels weird. Yeah, it just feels awkward. It's like I'm supposed to be somewhere, but it's <laughs> like ah, never mind. Because you you do this throughout the year. You know, you're with football throughout the year. You get. A few a month or two, you know, off. And that's if you add up all like the days, like the Sundays, and you know, the the breaks, of course. But some of them we don't get. But if you add everything, we probably have about a good month and a half just off of football. So wow. the rest of that time, you know, the nine, ten months that you know is going on, just you know, it's pure ball. So it's like it kind of feels weird not having that, you know, in my life right now. So are you training for your pro day? Like? Yeah, um, I'm training right now. I'm, I'm not going as hard because you know I have class and everything. Yeah. So you know I'm just trying to maintain whatever you know, muscle stamina, like all that. Anything I have, I'm trying to just keep maintaining until I go home, yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, okay, from yeah, LA. I'm what from part? LA, um, Pasadena. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, but I moved around a lot. I've been in uh, San Bernardino. Um, yeah, I'm from Sacramento originally. Sacramento, yeah. Oh, yeah, upstate. I ain't never been upstate. I never even been to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> for real, you missing out, man. Uh, yeah, Maybe you'll play like for I the Niners. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm down with both of them. Any team in uh, California, actually. Yeah. I'm play for the Raiders. Would man, you? Yeah. Raiders, Niners, Chargers. I just want to be in that warm weather area. Mm. Yeah. And back home would probably be awesome. You know, everybody to drive up or down to the game. So. Yeah. So your freshman year, you were a Mountain West player, correct? Uh no, I transferred in from a junior college. Oh okay, did you? Yeah. Well, what what was your Pac-12 experience like? Great, you know I, lo- I know a lot of players on um, different teams. You know I went to a few trips to some of these teams. I know the coaches, a lot of the head coaches and things. So the Pac-12 Pac-12 ball is the weekend and week out just a grind because you're playing against so much talent. You never know what's going to happen. You expect great things because there's a lot of great players every week. 
how do you feel that the Utes are going to be competitive in the next three or four years? Like, do you think they can be consistently competitive? Or yeah, um, this is our second year in the Pac-12. Uh, you got in order, you know, to get good recruits and everything start falling in place. You got to start winning. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think we got a lot of players to buy in. You know, a lot of recruits to like really give us a chance because of what we did. You know, against the number five team yeah. in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, they looked at that as like, you know. This is a great team. They have a lot of good players, but something's missing. Maybe you know they that player that that, that yeah. we're looking at could be you know that piece to the puzzle. Yeah, because it was so close. It's such an up and down. Yeah, yeah. It, it's obvious. It's not like we're going in there getting blown out or yeah. just getting physically beaten. You know. Yeah. We're it's a it's a it's a tough game, and we're we're played. Utah is a tough team. Like yeah. that's that's our mantra. That's who we are. We're we're tough. You know, group. Yeah. So, uh, what do you feel about the must? Like, do you feel that really impacts the game? The must made my college experience that much more better because you you watch you know football on TV like as a child or in high school like man I want to you know I can't wait to play on that stage <laughs> and then you actually get here and you see like sixth that ninth or whatever so many you know in one section rooting for you and like want you to succeed and like you know rooting for the like the you know the entire program or Utah as a whole like and they're just out there just standing the whole time you know they're jumping on third downs. They're screaming at revs, and they're, they're like, you know, they're into the game. They're into us. They want us, you know, to succeed and really have fun out there. And just sometimes when we're having it going down, or I know with me, if I'm down, I tend to look at the must, you know, because they're always happy and stuff. Yeah. And that, like, gets my game going. So the I know, I, I've gotten to do some uh, sideline coverage, and that, it gets loud. Third oh, down yeah. comes around, and people oh, are yeah. just going nuts. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they love our defense in third down. They love it. Mm. Do you, do you get angry when the students don't – because I work for the Pac-12 network. Okay. I've seen over this year the numbers of students go down and down in the must section. Does that anger you as someone who puts their body up um, every week? Kind of. But then again, that also could be a sign of, you know, the university getting kids to graduate. Yeah. Because yeah. a must, you know, it's a student section. It's a lot of those kids, you know, I have a lot of those – people in the must were friends mm-hmm. and a lot of them graduate and they, you know they hit me up for tickets and everything and it's like man you know it's difficult because you know i'm not a student anymore so I, but i want to be in the must section yeah and the thing too it is you know us players you know donating a ticket or two yeah. to you know friends or whatever but it doesn't really anger me it kind of like makes me think like damn this these universities like getting people graduate yeah so yeah. we're not bringing up freshman students into the must then properly I didn't yeah. find out about the must till I was like in my my second year here. Yeah, yeah. see, um, I think if we advertise a little bit more, you Definitely. know, get the must to actually go to you know the soccer games. And, I mean, you know, they're, they're attending they're attending basketball games. I've been there. Yeah, I've been hearing games. a lot of coverage from the basketball games. Yeah. Did you know we had a radio station here? No, that's why I walked up. There. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know there's a third floor in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just walked around. I got to do this before I leave. Yeah, I, I guess that's care. like the uh, the sign yeah. of how hard you've been working. Yeah. It's like, God. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of buildings I don't even know of because you know I'm going straight to class and from class I'm going to the burb to do homework like a student athlete facility. Or, you know, just going yeah, to the football yeah. facility. The, uh, that's basically it. Like, that's life for me. Like, school, yeah. football, and then home. Well, man, good luck in the uh, NFL. we uh, we got to go to break soon. Yeah, we got to yeah. pop to break. But if what's you want to come back in in January, we'd love to have you. Yeah, so. what's your Twitter and all that? Man? Uh, my Twitter is uh, Den Going Ham. That's my last name. It's capital D, capital E, capital N. And then it's just G-O-I-N and then capital H capital A, capital M, 
three. That's my uh, Dan Golden Ham. Okay. And then my um, Instagram is ad underscore Utes Ocho. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right, then, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, the stud yeah. to Dan. No, thanks for having me. That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. our pleasure. They're tearing up streets again. They're building a new hotel. The mayor's out killing kids to keep taxes. I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. It's one of my additions. Who was that? The favorite chord? The weaker than. The weaker than. What the hell is a weaker than? You're weaker than. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so real quick, Will, uh, let's wrap up this um, Wolf of Wall Street giveaway. We're going to start it at the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, they call in and they get two pairs of tickets. So you can do it either way. Honestly, if you want to have one winner that gets four tickets or two winners that get two tickets, it's it, you can go either way uh, and we'll put their name on the list and they'll be good to go. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Very exciting. Uh, I want to see it. I, I kind of want these tickets for myself. You're lucky I have to work or else I, I, I think I might have called in I, I almost went and saw Anchorman last night because we were giving away Anchorman tickets earlier in the week and yeah. we couldn't give them away and so I was like, Honestly, if Anna wasn't doing something that night, I probably would have gone. But we ended up giving it to a lucky winner. Nice, nice. So, but well, uh, this is a great connection because I think in the future, for all you listeners, sorry, I'm like burping while I'm talking. <laughs> but it's the worst time to burp. Hey, hey it's only radio where this yeah. stuff happens. But uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say is we've got this connection with this company now, and so when they do future screenings, we'll get the hookup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is kind of like a trial run for them to see how well we handle it. They want like pictures. They gave us a bunch of swag, and so they want pictures with people with the swag, kind of winners and stuff like that. So we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna hook them up so that they in the future will hook us up. Nice. But uh, gentlemen, it's been real. It's been fun. I have to go take a math final, and I don't want to do it, (laughs) but I want to do it so that I can get it over with. Yeah, get an A. Well, Will, thanks for having me on uh, old KU Radio yeah. all this time. Old KU Radio. Okay, oh, here's your other uh, piece of paper. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I it's think I wrote that down well. I was like I trying to it. write it down as he was. Yeah, I just followed him and thanked him. So Yeah, right it's uh, it's been a pleasure. It has. Right. Gentlemen, yes, sir. continue the uh, voyage yeah. of awesomeness. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, can we play you a song while you're exiting out of here? Yeah. I just—it's yeah. important. Yeah, we're it's gonna important. play Will out and play, uh, play me out. So yeah. uh, play me out, Joe. It's been a pleasure, Will. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is '80s gold. <laughs> Some Patrick Swayze, bud. Is, is this yeah. Patrick Swayze? <laughs> yeah, Dirty Dancing. Is this, like him singing. Yeah. Movie, huh? Oh yeah. Man, it sucks that he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this was a he was a I, number I one billboard guy and the, and the biggest movie star in the eighties. Like, I know he like he was huge in the eighties. I know he's in a ton of movies, but I didn't know he sang. Yeah, this is him. He did everything. <laughs> him and uh, David Hasselhoff had albums. You know, there there are some actors out there that 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 sing, and it just shocks me. Like yeah. Kevin Bacon's in a band. Gary. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is good. Well, of course. He went to Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who played Captain Dan? What's his name? Captain uh, Dan. From from Forrest Gump. Oh, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah, he, he got, got promoted. He got laugh. promoted. <laughs> um, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise. He's, got, he's in a, a band. 
Or he's like a lead singer. Tim Robbins can play the guitar in his band. Yeah. You know what? I I wish Stephen we King's had more tickets band. to give away for Anchorman. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to that movie. I think I want to see it too. I'm really looking forward to their like huge cameo fight scene. Yeah, I want to know who epic. they got for this one. You, you, that's a bit that you have to do again. That's yeah. just the way it works. You got to do that again because it's gold. Yeah, I'm excited for Wolf of Wall Street. I think it looks just over the top insane. I cannot right. wait. So what is uh, DiCaprio a CEO of? See, he for, like apparently like from what you get from the trailers, he oh, he starts his own brokerage like yeah a stock broker, stock firm? broker firm. Uh-huh. yeah and it like starts from like a garage to like this big thing and they make billions like, of dollars. tons of money and and you find out that he's being investigated by the fbi that he's possibly and he doesn't care has, has negative so it's like where the boiler room left off kind of yeah, a little bit, it's, yeah. More, it's like wall Which street is a really and boiler movie, room yeah. it's like between those two wall street and boiler room okay like he's getting up to that level with yeah. uh, don't forget candles in the <laughs> yeah. And with that, I will see you guys later. <laughs> well, All right, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Take care. Turn that music up, good sir. Okay, we're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. See you, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of my league. Mills Weekend Anchor in ABC for Utah and former Ute. You're listening to KU Radio. This is Chris Burbank, Chief of Police for the Salt Lake City Police Department. You are listening to KU Radio. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. You're listening to the final episode of All You Radio. This train wreck. <laughs> Sasha, we've done how many episodes? 46, 47? 48 uh, recorded, but we've done, this would be our 51st show. Wow. Technically. Oh, yeah, because we lost two episodes. And I've stayed in order of yeah. numbers. But we've done 51 weeks. Wow. Um, 
It's been a day. Wait, isn't there only 52 weeks in a year? <laughs> wow. Through, mi through millennia under wow. the Julian calendar. Wow. It was nice to meet the football player. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Kid was yoked. Dude, he was big. Because <laughs> I, I thought he played basketball at first. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was tall. Six five. But then he was big too. Don't turn down my '80s music. Sorry. Oh yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, you want to explain what's going on with this? So last week, Will Hatton goes, Sasha, put together a bunch of '80s music for this next show because we're giving out Wolfman tickets. I was like, cool. But apparently we're not, um, see, I was just going to have callers call in and say, hey, what song are we playing? Yeah. Oh, this is Hunger Eyes from the Dirty Dancing movie. Mm -hmm. But it, that's not how Will wants to do it. No, so. we're going to do some trivia. So if you guys want to get your pencils ready, get your pens ready. <laughs> if you call, you got your pen? Yeah. You got it? Yeah. You got it? Yeah. I'm not talking to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Call 801-585. Three, four, four, nine. If with the answer to this question, to get I don't. I'm all right. No, shut it's, up. It's the music. Yeah, <laughs> you're throwing me off. Call 801-585-3449 for Wolf of Wall Street tickets. We have two passes with two ticks each. You have to answer this question: How many films have Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese made together? Fifteen. Don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so call in now. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Yeah. Yeah, first two uh, callers with the correct answer win. And remember, no swearing on air. Is it true that uh, the new Hobbit movie came out? Yeah. What? Is it true? <laughs> Is it true? <laughs> Word on the street, Hobbit's out. <laughs> yes, it's true. I, wanna, I saw it. I want to go see it. Was it good? I saw it in 48 frames per second. Yeah. Did you uh, get sick? What? Did you get sick? No, I loved it. Yeah. I love the way it looked. Did you see it in 48 frames last time? I got to 3D and then 2D. Okay. I watched it 3D, 48 frames per second. It looked like a play. Like it was highly stylized. It looked kind of like a British. So you can like really the beginning see, of the first Hobbit. Yeah, it it looked, it looked like a BBC production. It definitely looked. You could see it's a red cam. You could definitely tell it's a red cam that shot. And it. they have like thirty-two red cams. Yes, but the really cool thing about it was is you can't really tell where the CGI begins and ends. So you know how normally when you watch something you're like, oh, that looks so fake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, cause you see, like a normal person juxtaposed to it. There was a more, there was a, a better depth of field against the green screen, so it didn't look like it looked like real places, for once. Instead of it looking like, you know, just a guy in front of a projector screen, like it looked, it added depth of focus and realism that I haven't really seen before. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was amazing. The movie totally blue balled me, but I'm okay with that. What happened with the dragon? Because that's how they left off with the first uh, one. Let's just put it this way. They leave off with the dragon. Oh, no. As well. Jerks. Yes. They blue balled us. They blue balled us. But no, I, I still loved it. I had a good time. I'm going to go see it again with my dad. I'm going to show him. Uh, I'm going to show it to him in 48 frames per second. Yeah, I think yeah. I want to go see that this weekend. It's worth it. I saw it over at Century 16 off 3300 South. They have the high frame rate 3D. It was a good time. Tickets cost me 24 bucks for two ticks. I saw the 1045 showing without, last Friday. That's without uh, meals and stuff? Yeah, that's just, I don't, yeah. Is it two hours and 35 minutes? Uh, yeah, it's about 2.40, I think. That's a good that. time, though. It was pretty long, uh, but it felt all right. Is Gandalf in it? Yeah, yeah, Gandalf, yeah, Gandalf's in it. Are you, <laughs> have you read the books? 
Oh, when I was like 12. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gandalf's in it. They do take some liberties with the story. It kind of goes a little bit different. Uh, smog and uh, well, I don't want to give away the whole movie. <laughs> like, what? Well, what happened? <laughs> Tell me, scene by scene. Let's just see me drinking my drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally tuned in. I know you're all in, <laughs> all in. Sasha Bloom is all in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's they. They take some liberties. Some artistic liberties from taking the book from film to screen or whatever from book you to screen. Have to. Yeah, and it's interesting what they choose to do. Smog was amazing. Who's Smog? Benedict Cumberbatch plays Smog. <laughs> or do you mean who Smog is the character? Yeah. Smog's a dragon. Oh. The dragon. The, the, the movie's called Desolation of Smog. <laughs> no, I know, but I didn't know the character. Yeah, Smog's the dragon that they're going to see. Which is the, the whole one point with of the this eye story. Yes. The... Okay. You see the whole dragon. He was buried in gold, right? Yes. Hmm. It's incredible. It's incredible. When he pops up, you see his face. It's so good. You think you, you think he gets stressed out with all those coins on him, or is it just he loves like... It. He loves gold. Grag- dragons. Dragons love gold. They love it. Like, that's what that's the whole thing. Like, so do Jewish boys with red hair. Yeah, they reference it. Uh, it's definitely... it's a me- Now that I'm a little bit older, watching The Hobbits made me realize how much of a metaphor it is for avarice or greed, you know? Like, it's interesting because, like, they talk a lot about the themes of greed. Have you reading the Thethoris or something like that? What do you mean? Your vocabulary is getting very good. I've always had a large vocabulary. I love words. I'm a verbal pugilist, sir. I love the English language. Like You're a I love cunning linguist, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I I love words. I always have uh, since I was a young little kid. Words words are amazing to me because there's a word for every situation. There's that perfect word, that right word, that specific word. It's one of the reasons why I enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. You know, is because when I write. You could choose to use any type of word for any situation, and you find that one word that fits to exactly express what you're trying to say or what you're trying to show or what you're trying to portray. It's wonderful. I love words in a short. I've always, I've always done well with English and language, specifically with spelling, grammar. Like I've enjoyed those aspects. Those are my favorite in school. I used to read. I, I used, <laughs> used to read. No, I used to read the dictionary for fun, you know? Yeah, we had a professor in high school. And so we had a 45-minute drive to school, and I always carpooled with either one or two people, right? Mm-hmm. Keep going. Carpool with <laughs> one or two people. I just want to make sure it was yeah, on. Yeah, sure. And we'd go and buy these old dictionaries, you know, thousands and thousands of pages. Yeah. And my buddy Taryn would be sitting shotgun usually. Taryn, why do you have any friends with just normal names? Because uh, You I'm, never have friends with normal names. Taryn. I'm not a mediocre person. Yeah, that is true. I'll give you that. Keep going. <laughs> And so he would try to find the most difficult world in the world, you know, like, you know, 16-letter words, five-syllable words. And every day before English class, you go, David Anderson, I got this word for you. And David Anderson would give you the origin, like alternative meetings, and then from different dictionaries. He had a wall full of dictionaries. Like, he was the smartest professor I've ever seen. Wall full of dictionaries? Mm-hmm. Like, so so like different languages or no of English just of the English he collected just dictionaries. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because they do throw out words like an older dictionary. Yeah. Like if you pull up like a Webster's dictionary from like seventy years ago, it's completely different from one now. Yeah, like, selfie, made, a lot of selfie made it this year. Exactly. Yeah. So what <laughs> word got kicked out? That's what I always wondered. <laughs> selfie. Ugh. It's all tech related. I've noticed like the words that make it in, blog, 
selfie. I think blog's a disgusting word. I yeah, and Sarah. I think those mommy bloggers are even worse. Sarah hates it when I say uh, when I call blogging content. She's, <laughs> I'm like, we need more content on this. And she's like, ah, don't call it content. <laughs> Content's disgusting. It is true. It is yeah. kind of disgusting. Kind of like a weather event that bothers yeah, me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Dueling yes. Oh, Sasha, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, it's going to be a real bummer. It is. Well, so now you're going to have to go out of your way to call me up. Yeah. But you know what the nice thing is? What? Is next semester, starting January 7th, yeah. 5 to 8 o'clock, all you radio lives on. Yeah. With me and the brilliant Rebecca. And, you know, I do live a block away. Yes. Like three blocks away. From the campus. Yeah, so I'll be able to come and visit. And you can call in because yeah. I can plug in my smartphone. Exactly. You got my number. Yeah. And you can say, hey, yeah. do better radio. Yeah. And we'll say, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll trying. just call in and just go, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I wish I could stay. It's just I'm at a point in my life where if I did stay, you wouldn't be able to get my full attention. And I don't, I, this show deserves nothing less. Yes. You and know what I mean? Uh, I got the commitment. I got the commitment from Rebecca to spend a couple of hours a week creating content. Because, you know, like, I, I, w I would love to stay, but I just, with where my life is at, I just can't dedicate the time that this show deserves anymore. And it breaks my heart, but I do have to move on, mm -hmm. you know. And, I mean, this isn't the end for me, but definitely I need a break from radio, at least for, like, the next six, seven, eight, nine months. Maybe I'll think of something down the road. But until then, I just I need to like get my life in order, you know. Like, there's so much going on. Dude, I'm gonna get Drez Anderson and Rebecca to hip hop battle. That would be awesome. And I'll play the guitar. Yeah, I met Drez a couple <laughs> times. He's a great, he's a yeah. great, nice guy. He yeah, won't remember me, but like. No, but you see him on campus all the time. Well, no, and I, I like I mic'd him up for the the uh, Real Sports Live show. Mm. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. The Real Sports. Live I love that show. show. Yeah. <laughs> It certainly is entertaining to watch. It's, it's a good uh, show. It's a show like none other. Yep. And uh, I certainly tune in. It's Sunday at what, 11 o'clock? Sunday 10 at 10.30. 10.30. 10.30 to 11.30. Yeah, which is late for live television. It is. Like, especially on a Sunday. It's late for me. That's a long shift for me. I'm at work you all start at day. Three. Yeah. Oh, that's nice that they moved you back 45 minutes. Yeah. Cheap bastards. Hey, <laughs> I'm just happy to work there. Yeah. You know, I love working there. It's a good job. It's a rewarding job. No, I saw uh, ABC was at uh, the BYU-Utah game. Oh. And so I got to talk to one of their producers, and I was like, man, there's not a day goes by that I don't miss being there. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, usually the good ones do. Mm-hmm. So we were talking. I was like, hey, you guys got 20 hours a week? And he's like, well, you know, we'll have to talk about it. Yeah. Like, so we'll Maybe talking. you could come back. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I could get that 20 hours a week. <laughs> I need my money. <laughs> yeah. Different rules, different jobs. Yeah, yeah, true. I'll be a janitor. Nice. <laughs> Taking out trash. Hey, I was a janitor for a year. Nothing wrong with a janitor. Was a night I, technically, I was a janitor for longer than that, but I don't No, not really. <laughs> but, yeah, I was a janitor. I've done it. It's, it's a good job to have. You learn a lot about yourself when you're a janitor. You really do. Such as? Uh, humbles <laughs> you, man. You think? Yeah, I know so. See, the best job I ever had in my life was being a dishwasher. And then I still own, but I've been an auto detailer for 
Yeah. Mostly, you know, 15 years. I've had real jobs. Oh, wait, how much do you charge for auto detailing and all that? Because, oh. uh, no, i got to get my car detailed. Oh, for you, I would give you the family discount. Nice. Yeah. Like 11, 1100 <laughs> 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 You're going to say 1350 weren't you? No. <laughs> I, a family, you know, if I really like you, somewhere between 75 and 100 I oh, appreciate uh, it. For the public, usually... Because Utah's economy is weird, like I try to stay around two hundred, under two hundred, right around two hundred. Nice. Uh, RV boats, uh, planes, uh, all that kind of stuff. It's have a, you cleaned a plane? Oh yeah, you've detailed a plane. Many of them. Really? Yeah, I used to go to Vegas what? a lot and uh, buff planes and detailed a plane. Yeah, they got special kinds of waxes to keep the aerodynamics. So I've learned a new thing about you every <laughs> single show. Every yeah. single show. I used to detail boats uh, in the water um, at the harbor in Ventura. So we would be like on suspended little chairs, like buffing, you know, 50-foot vessels and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's hard work. It's a lot of fun. But it is disgusting because you're cleaning other people's filth. Yeah. And a lot of people get mad at you when you don't clean up their filth good enough. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird business. Um, but it's rewarding because you're your own boss and... You know, I could listen to talk radio eight hours a day and do what I want and make mm-hmm. great money. So that's the funny thing is I came back to this university yeah, you to did. get a career that I would be passionate about so I didn't have to go to detailing until I'm 45 and then my back's blown out and I have nothing to fall back on. Yep. And now it's like, well, I start at the bottom of every place I go to and most places the pay's so poor it's like, why am I not detailing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, so, completely. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about our 80 music today? I'm really enjoying it. It's awful. It's kind of mellow. It's put me in a really <laughs> mellow mood. It's definitely, uh, it's put me in a slight reverie. Like I sit there and daydream. <laughs> yeah. And just think about times past, bad decisions, good decisions, <laughs> 80s decisions. <laughs> it's really weird because uh, their keyboards almost sound like auto-tunes. Like you, uh, it's almost like before, all, you could see where auto-tunes came from, yeah. which is right from the 80s era. Yeah. But it's 3.30. Yeah. Will Hatton's in break, or yeah. in the test. Yeah, Will Hatton, good luck, man. Yeah, we have to oh, go to break. what's his name? Uh, the, the football player we just had in, he's taking his final now, too. Yes, he is. Wow. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was cool. And that was impromptu. We didn't even plan that. He was just walking by. We flagged him down. Yeah. Next thing you know, bam, he was here. That was cool. Anything could happen. With radio. Anything can happen with OUR, and don't ever forget that, you guys. I wonder if he's got a shot of making the NFL. I think he does. With his ball. Just just looking at him. Yeah. He could be a slot. What is he, about 6'4"? Yeah. He might if he bulked up play tight end, too. He's got almost 2,000 Twitter followers. If he put on, like, 60 pounds, he could play tight end. Drez Anderson has 4,500 followers. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, Sasha. <laughs> Always with the followers. <laughs> All right, with that, we are going to go to break. Okay. Sasha, your Twitter handle, please. Uh, Mr. underscore Bloom. And mine is at Johnny McKeon. M-C-K-E-O-N. So enjoy some Berlin, some Survivor, and some Journey, of course. Yep. <laughs>
this is OU Radio, hosted by Johnny McKeon and Sasha Wolf. Thank you for joining us on this ride, Mad Love. to the question? Hey, Johnny, I, I really can't hear you at all, man. How about now? Can you hear me now? Hello? Can't hear a word. Hello? Can you hear me now? How about now? Can you hear me? How about now? A little better. Okay, Amir, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, Amir, do you have an answer to the trivia question we are asking? I believe the answer is five. Yes, you are. You are correct. The answer is five. Yep. Five tickets, or uh, five uh, five movies. Martin Scorsese has done five movies with Leonardo DiCaprio. Five movies for four tickets. Sounds yep. like a deal. Awesome. Okay, Amir, uh, uh, we're going to go to break. I'm going to get all your personal information so you can get the tickets. Thank you for calling in to Old Ute Radio. No problem, man. Glad to be here. Bye. Awesome. Awesome. And welcome back to Old Ute Radio, the final episode. Congrats to Amir Veretti for winning the tickets to see The Wolf on Wall Street. Our phone at KU Radio stinks. Yeah, it's all right. Get it fixed, Mr. Hatton. <laughs> or Ryan Bennett. Where the hell have you been all day today, sir? Oh, well, we uh, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um... Uh, it's nice we get stood up by our assistant director. Yeah, it's all right. He said he was busy, man. <laughs> I don't care. He said he was still busy. Still got a rhythm. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get you defending them as you walk out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah it ha- it's been an interesting year here at KU. It yes. really has. A lot of change. A lot of change. A lot of change in my life where I am. I mean, a year ago right now, I was in Los Angeles working on sets, trying to think of ideas for this crazy show. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It's amazing. <laughs> it's 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 amazing how much is... Mm-hmm. We've made a little name for ourselves yeah. in the podcasting world. Yeah. People want to come on our show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was cool. Like, that football player wanted to be on. He was like, <laughs> hey, I want to be on. And we brought him on. Yeah. Yeah. Next semester, Becca and I are going to, as we started doing towards the end of the year, we're going to bring it back to the U. Uh, we're in contact with a couple of Utah senators awesome. um, that are professors here also. Awesome. We are going to continue to bring on great professors. So cool. if, you, if you have a professor that you sit in class and go, they're amazing, uh, tweet me. Yeah. Mr. Underscore Bloom. Get a hold of KU Radio. Get a hold of somebody and let us know. We'll get them in studio. I guarantee yeah. you. Uh, apparently, we're going to be doing some battle raps with uh, Rebecca and the football team. Yeah. Boy, am I just going to be like the old... Uh, you're definitely going to be the third wheel. <laughs> You're definitely going to be the third wheel. The old <laughs> of the situation. <laughs> oh, dear. Speaking of, fantastic uh, header I thought we'd mm-hmm. read. One in 200 women say they've had a virgin pregnancy by Newser. An unbelievable sounding news story finds that one in 200 young American women Claim to have experienced a virgin pregnancy. Allah, the Virgin Mary. Weird. Weird. Keep going. <laughs> the U.S. researchers looked into a long-term confidential study about reproductive health and found that 45 of 7,870 women involved said they had become pregnant without ever having had vaginal intercourse or going through in vitro fertilization. How does it happen? AFP reports that those 31% had made a chastity pledge of the type popular among Christian groups. Mm -hmm. This sounds like weirdness to me. A lead author explains the subjects weren't asked a question, have you had a virgin pregnancy? Wait a minute. Let me go back to the header here. Yeah. One in 200 women say they've had a virgin pregnancy. Let me scroll back down here. (laughs) A lead author explains the subjects weren't asked a question, have you had a virgin pregnancy? This is what you call false reporting, sir. Rather, the findings were put together from a series of questions about pregnancy history and vaginal intercourse histories. She added that it's possible some of the women did not want to admit they had intercourse or perhaps misunderstood the question, seeing as the results are rather unrealistic. She adds, we actually found a few virgin fathers as well, which is a little harder to get your head around. Ooh, nice pun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Life Science points out that the study's real finding is the problems inherent in research sensitivity information. Scientists may still face challenges when collecting self-reported data on sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. So I just read the whole story. That went absolutely nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not, did you not read this before? No. I, we were just trying to figure, you know, mm-hmm. we were talking off air. That's weird to me. Yeah. How, do, how does that even make it into something that's allowed to be? News is not Where's really Kim Magan to explain this to me? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people claim to do news but don't actually. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 
Uh, what did I, if you want a story, I got a story. Let for me you. let me go back to this. Is this the whole Jesus complex? Like, is this the female side of the Jesus complex? Well, that's layered. I don't I don't know nearly enough about Jesus to to, to say something hey, like that. Hey, you're a citizen. Yeah, you're I don't know to say about something Jesus. now. No, no. No. So, okay, so a lot yeah. of a lot of men with mental illnesses think of themselves as the Messiah. Right? That's just narcissists in general. They think. But, so is this the female version of narcissism? It maybe it could be. You know, like when you state it that way, that makes me think about it. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it's rather unbelievable that one in two hundred women, according to this study, walk around legitimately saying that they've had a virgin, they're pregnant through virginity. Mm-hmm. That is, that's just like the Messiah complex to me, yeah. or Mashiach. Hmm. Yeah. What do you What you say over there? You're going somewhere. Uh, I think I got something okay. uh, that you'll like. Yep. Businessinsider.com. Harvard, this is just perfect for finals. Mm-hmm. And before you guys get any ideas, listen to what happened to this guy. And he's at Harvard, so he's supposed to be really smart. <laughs> Harvard student arrested for bomb threat, tried and failed to hide identity with anonymous browser. Are you familiar with Tor browser? No. Supposedly it's a browser that you can use anonymously and you can also use to index and search the deep web, uh-huh. which is all websites that aren't on a search engine uh-huh. that are indexed by search engine. It's Tor. It's used popularly for like downloading torrents, sure, things like right that. Yeah, yeah, it's to be anonymous. So this guy tried to use it. Here, I'll just read the story. Uh-huh. The FBI didn't have a very hard time tracking down the Harvard University student <laughs> who emailed a bomb threat around campus. He was using an anonymous web browser, Tor, to hide his identity but he accessed it using the university's wireless network. <laughs> Eldo Kim admitted to FBI agents that he was the one who emailed a bomb threat to campus officials Monday, shutting down four buildings and canceling several finals, according to a federal complaint. He allegedly did it to get out of a final exam. Kim's email went out about 8.30 a.m. <laughs> when the FBI, quitter. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI called in to investigate. They were able to figure out which Harvard Wi-Fi users accessed anonymous web browsing service Tor in the hours leading up to the bomb threat, according to the court documents. Tor generates anonymous IP addresses for users so they cannot be tracked. Kim also reportedly used a service called Gorilla Mail that creates temporary and anonymous email addresses for free. What an amateur. From the federal complaint. Compliant. In the course of this investigation, I've learned that the person who sent the email messages described above took steps to disguise his identity. Specifically, Harvard received the email messages from the service Gorilla Mail, blah, blah, blah. Further investigation yielded information that the person who sent the email messages as- accessed it using Tor, which is also available. Harvard University was able to determine <laughs> that in several hours leading up to the receipt of the email messages, Eldo Kim accessed Tor using Harvard's wireless network. So he still left a trail. Did he get kicked out of school for that? <sighs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> they, I think that still remains to be seen. He'll definitely have to go up against the board of advisors, the student, whatever they call it, like the student council yeah. advisory committee. Oh, no, that's going to go to the president. I mean, that's a federal yeah, offense. Yeah, for yeah. He's, he's definitely going to be kicked right? out. He's totally going to be kicked he's out. He's going to prison. Uh, maybe. You have to. Potentially. You have to. Depends on maybe his family's got money. Maybe I mean, there was, an, there was another school shooting this week. There were, yeah. And then there was a hospital shooting. This, he's going to get in trouble. Who knows? You know, like with Harvard, it's tricky. You know, there's the connections. There's the alumni network. There's all that crap. So who knows what will happen, you know? I think that's, that's really bizarre that you would, A, be at Harvard and wanting to get out of a test. You'd think, like, that's all they want to do. No, that's not necessarily. <laughs> I've heard different stories about Harvard. I know a couple of people that go there, and I've heard different 
it's not all that it seems. Like a lot of some guys are there because of their parents. Some guys are there because of their merit. Some guys are there for strictly for academics. Some are there just for networking. Like you get a lot of bullcrap spituate. Like the teachers. Like I've read some articles that teachers are like amazed at the level. Yeah. That these kids can, like, the level of BS these uh-huh. kids can spit to get out of work, you know? Just professional liars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Did you hear uh, the coach go off on his students? I think it's Southern Illinois. No, what happened? I'm pulling it up right now. I'm waiting for the commercial to play. Mm-hmm. But his name is Barry Hinson, and he just blows. Listen, at halftime, I, I just said on the radio, uh, I'm struggling with this crew right now. They won't let me coach them. Anytime I coach somebody, they put their head down. Uh, we're soft. Uh, uh, we've been enabled uh, for whatever reason. Off game? Yeah, and Marcus had an off game. Marcus was absolutely awful. <laughs> That's about as PG rated as I can say it. He was awful. Our guards were awful. Our three starting guards had one assist and seven turnovers. They must think it's a tax credit. It's <laughs> unbelievable how our starting guards play. And let's talk about our big guys. Two for 11. How can you go two for 11? My wife, my wife, <laughs> my wife, more than two buckets on 11 shots because I know my wife will at least shot fake one time. <laughs> but those guys aren't listening. They're uncoachable right now. Whoa. There was a sniper in the gym. Can you see that? I mean, we had guys falling down. I mean, we had a guy <laughs> snipered at half court. Two guys wow. snipered at half court. It was unbelievable. I thought they were. I thought Navy SEAL Team Six was out there. I mean, our guys were coming across it. I mean, just nobody around them and just fell down on the ground. How does that happen? How does that happen? I mean, we made three turnovers tonight where we just came down and threw them the ball. I swear I thought one time that one of our players said Merry Christmas. I thought it was a gift. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they signed a package over. You know, I think Sap, because he just came back, transferred first game. I think we wanted to give him a couple of Christmas gifts, a couple of stockings. Um, do you get? I mean, how do you go back into the locker room after publicly blasting your team? I don't know. That's, the, that's a coach. That's yeah. Right, the coach is going to go with the players, right? Yeah. My wife. My, my wife. Because she can pump fake. <laughs> Are you? You're becoming kind of a basketball fan now, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. Really? I'm a professional broadcaster. I'm yeah. a fan of no team. Oh, true. That's right. <laughs> I've yeah. always been a. I've always enjoyed basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You used to play, right? Yeah. I actually played yeah. in high school. Yeah, you did. I averaged 13 points and seven rebounds. That's pretty solid. As a off guard. Yeah. And I used to play every day, and then I realized I wasn't growing. Yeah. And I got really bummed. Like I could hang on the rim. Did you think you were gonna get taller? Convinced. Yeah. And, there, and there's no proof. My mom's like five two and a half. My grandpa's like five four on my mom's side. Yeah. So no, I was never going to grow. But you know, I could always. I was a really good athlete all all through growing up, and I always could jump high. So, but basketball was a lot of fun because back then it was really violent. Yeah. You know, like I was taught, you stand on the person's foot and you throw your elbow into their stomach before you go for the rebound. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Got a lot of rebounds. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I'm a, I've always been a big fan of basketball, but I got turned off a lot, kind of like I am with NFL. I don't like the new rules of basketball. Yeah. Like, I don't think that Gordon Haywood should ever be able to get slashed to the rim. Dennis Rodman and Charles Oakley would have. Um, Barkley. Oakley. Charles Wait, are Oakley. you talking about Charles Oakley? Yeah, the oh, big guy yeah. from uh, the Knicks. Like, he was always voted the most 
fearful player in the world? Oh, he was just a mean, menacing man. <laughs> yeah. Yay, more phone calls. Turn off your message. Yeah, like, I already did, yeah. While our phone's ringing. Yeah. Uh, want to say hi to somebody? You're on the air with Ole Ute Radio. Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, the ticket, the question was already answered. Oh, shoot. Are you doing any more tonight? Uh, we got some quick wit passes if you want to take some of those. No, I'll be okay. I'll just text Johnny later or something. <laughs> okay. okay, who is this? <laughs> this, is, this is Jake. Oh, Jake. <laughs> Thought I'd call in on your last night, man. Congrats yeah. You... On, congrats on the good run. Oh, thanks, man. How'd he do? It's been a good show. Yeah. A what? How'd he do? Did you enjoy him? Oh, fantastic. Simply wonderful. Wish there was more. <laughs> yeah. Jake. Maybe someday in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Jake. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm actually flying to town on Thursday night. Okay, hang nice. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we just got in and moved into our place. You should come by. We'll have you come by. I will for certain. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy your show. I'll see you later. Yeah, see you, man. Thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you getting low. Yeah, like we've had some uh, some fans call in. It was nice hearing from them. Yeah, that was actually a clean phone line. Yeah. Did you do something different there? Uh, yeah, I got the levels organized. Ooh. Like, well, because I'm able to go off of Amir's last call. Because the problem is, is when I come in, yeah, it's I I have it at the right spot, you uh -huh. know, and then I come in and it's the knobs completely messed up. <laughs> the knobs. So I had to find it, you know, while I was talking to Amir, but then I got it. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what Beyonce did over the week? Well, Sasha, I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. What's what's next for you, man? Like, what do you what do you got working in? What do you got in the wings? I know you got the next OUR Pac-12. How's that going? Like, what's? Oh, I got a phone call from corporate. Yeah. Yes. Was it positive? F ravingly successful. Really? They said that they were very impressed with me and uh, really just wanted to say thank you for me being patient with them. Because I got screwed over by them at the beginning. Yeah. But my, you know, the person talking to me was saying we were just really impressed how you didn't get mad at us. You didn't call every day like a lot of people do when they weren't getting their checks and stuff. And then they basically told me that um, they renegotiated this spring contract with me. And wow. they told me that they want me to come out to San Francisco in the summer and do some work and some training. And I said, well, yeah, of course, I'll be right there. And so now that the PB now that I am going to be a documentarian and I'm going to have a PBS documentary under my belt and it's mostly going to be written by me at That's least awesome. about 40% of it. That's awesome. Which isn't what I wanted to go into like mm -hmm. I but I, I feel it clicked in my head after having Craig on radio last week and then being on the script, I don't know, 30 hours this week I was like, "Oh, this is easy to write." Yeah. Writing for television makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm glad you figured that out. So what did you figure out exactly? Really what Craig has always insisted, you write for your pictures. You yeah. don't write before your pictures. Yeah. And so as I was writing, I, you know, I did a I wrote a 42-page log of the photos and so I had a good and I'd spent so much time studying them, I was able to just kind of pull them out of my head. So while I was writing, I was like, "Oh, this would be a great shot. You put that over there, then continue." Yeah. And I I didn't break from my writing style. I just use my writing style for television yeah. I guess because I think that was my fear was I was trying to write for somebody even in my television journalism classes I think I was kind of writing under someone else's voice mm -hmm. and that doesn't work like yeah. even doing radio if I'm not being Sasha Bloom it's not going to be good yeah you know? I'm so glad to hear that because that's kind of yeah that, that's great 
and then uh, I'm so glad that yeah you're finding yeah. the voice like it's 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 really unique and it's mm-hmm. special, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And it, it's been rewarding too because we spent, you know, we've basically spent seven months on this, yeah. and it was going to go away if I didn't really take leadership and ownership of this project. And yeah. I've done that, and now they're not going to get out of my hands, which is going to become a problem in the future with my producer. But yeah. that's his problem, not mine. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> Get your hands off. And so I got, you know, I don't have that anymore. I don't have any classes. You know, I probably have about 28 hours a week for the Pac-12 going forward. So I have, I need to fill up 20 hours of, of work. Yeah. I got a standing Clear Channel offer. But what's I, th- you know, I got. What, what's, what's that? Clear Channel is a radio station. Yeah, yeah. So I would be starting off at like a low wage job setting up, uh, you know, when they go on promotionals. <laughs> you, you that that was our goal from the get go. Yeah, <laughs> was to get to to make a way and break into some kind of industry, and I think we, we were able to accomplish that. Yeah, and so, you know, my thing is I'm in television now. Yeah, I know. I don't want to go. Yeah. And so I got a, someone. Uh, I know, but isn't that amazing though? That's kind of yeah. It, we really came full circle with this show. Yeah. We went from a sticky situation (laughs) (laughs) to the ums and butts of the world. (laughs) And now we can get through hours quickly. Most of the time it's enjoyable. It's been great. It's been great. It's going to be weird not being here every Wednesday. Well, I'm going back into a newsroom. I I have to. I need the stress in my life. I need the chaos. I need the 25-year-old equipment in my life. Yeah. (laughs) So I will... I got one offer, um, and I've always been told by another company that they'd love to have me back. So one way or another, I will be in a place broadcasting as long as uh, they're willing to come to my terms. So because mm-hmm. I'm not a rookie anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm desirable, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a lot of it doesn't happen without you. Uh, when I came up to you, I don't know, 14 months ago, and I said, hey, I want to do a radio show. I hear you're a funny guy. Yeah. You go, I don't know if I'm funny, but I'd love to do radio with you. And I said, well, I'm going to do my best at learning how to not be awkward and getting over my embarrassment. And I remember the first day walking in here, I walked up to the board. Even though I know how to run boards, I was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, yeah. And I was completely freaked out. And he said, I got you, bud. Yeah. And we've gotten better and better. And, you know, there were times I think uh, we weren't at a, on the same page yeah well it's tough you know it's tough bringing two minds together creatively yeah it's yeah. incredibly tough uh-huh. but I, I think we did well I, yeah. I think we we certainly did because KUT has certainly endorsed us yeah. and if you ever have doubts in your mind KUT has proven to us that damn good yeah and I mean we got 48 shows to prove it yeah my, one of my favorite episodes was episode three you always talk about it I, I love that episode S- I, See, mine's two because we were so. That was uh, <laughs> that was the kissing lipstick contest, yeah. and my favorite thing of that is just booing that lady because yeah. I made the mistake of giving her the microphone, and so I'm reading promos like right through her while she's trying to talk. <laughs> oh man, I remember uh, I remember the Fruit Loop story. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. I remember, oh man, I remember our first best of episode. I remember our <laughs> second best of episode. The comedy carnival. Like, we, we've done some cool stuff. Yeah, we've had a lot of. Uh, Seth Tippett's was one yeah. that sticks out in my head. Yeah. 
I am Salt Lake. I thought that was a, f- that was just a cool, that was an interesting thing because I thought our show went south after that show. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I thought we were trying to podcast a little bit too much, and we're not yeah. a podcast. We fill three hours of content. Yeah. We don't start and stop a recorder. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. I, I loved um, uh, Dwayne Perkins being on. That was personally really yeah. cool. I saw him on a commercial the other day. Yeah, me too. Commercial. Yeah, yeah. One of my big fails, I thought, was uh, the Dwayne Whitaker, just because of the uh, audio. Jay fault. Whitaker? Jay Whitaker, sorry. Yeah. yeah, you said Dwayne yeah. Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> sure he appreciates it. Yeah, he seems like a Dwayne to me. <laughs> uh, it just, the audio quality was so poor. Yeah. Right, and. That was our first calling. Yeah. Yeah. And we never got him back, even though I've seen him at ABC yeah. when I was there, and I'm sure you've... I see him all the time, yeah. yeah. He was on campus last week, and maybe maybe we'll get him on. I, that's you can always an, get him back on. Yeah. That's another person I'd like to get back in. I, I'm excited that I'm... I'll still send cool guests this way whenever I come across them. You, you're damn right. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll still send them. You're st- you'll be around. Yeah. We'll, 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 I know that we're still going to do that play that we talked yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. That's important to me. Yes, it's important to me, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's have your one last stretch and yawn. Uh, Go for it. You want to put your great. feet up too? Oh yes, can I? <laughs> Yo, please, please. <laughs> you jerk. Oh, <laughs> I've been dying to put my feet up. Oh, your size twenty-seven feet. Thirteen and a half. With um, toenail fungus. I keep clean toes. <laughs> I hate you. I love it. I love it. If I'm not meant to put my foot up on the desk, why does it work out so well? That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's it's. I've grown a lot in this past year. We've grown as friends. Uh, I mean, I barely even knew you when we started this. You, you know? still barely know me. You sir. still barely know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Any anything you wish that we could have done on the show that you didn't do? <sighs> Another yawn? No, that was that was me thinking. Oh, is it's that, not a yawn. That was is that thinking. smart, Johnny? Yeah, <laughs> that's me taking a moment to think about what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. No, I I try I did my best. I can honestly say that I did my best, you know. And I have no regrets. I have no like missed opportunities. I mean, yeah, you know, I I don't I gave it everything I got, you know. Mm-hmm. I did my best, and that's kind of why I feel like I can walk away and I can walk away with my head held high, you know. I can't see your head anymore. <laughs> you all relaxed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, yeah, I'm. I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud with how the show's turned out. Proud of, you know, KU supporting us, you know, and in in the way that they did cuz I think yeah. in a lot of ways we had no support. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we're putting the cards on the table here, right? Yeah, but you know, it's it's a learning experience for all of us though, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. We're all learning this together. And I think together, I think with what we had, with what we were given, I think we did damn good. Mhm. You know. So you're gonna podcast in the future? I know you got a. Uh, I know you got a mixing board. Yeah, but I mean, I could podcast right now with just the Zoom. But like, I I need a break. You know, I don't I don't plan on seeing myself podcast anytime soon. I mean, I, I've thought about some ideas. I know, like, I've recorded almost every conversation I have with my girlfriend for the past creepy. two years. That's creepy. Maybe I'll just play that. So Maybe. when you're in a car, you just have your recorder yeah. on. Yep. Do you have a dedicated tower to all these? Uh, like a hard drive? Yeah. Yeah. I have them all hard drive. And you, you log them, I mm-hmm. guess? Yeah. You don't think that's weird? Nope. I also like record. If I had Twilight music right now, I would play that. Twilight? 
like do 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 or like 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 kiss me i'm a vampire twilight no like the do 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 why is that why would that be weird tell me why you think that's weird considering that we're doing it right now why is that weird why would it be weird to record every conversation with my girlfriend it just seems weird like i i've never heard of anyone that's not a stalker think about how cool that would be to hear would you want to hear most men don't like to hear their wives and girlfriends talk yeah but i'm not most men i have the best relationship in my life is my girlfriend sarah sarah is the reason i am who i am she she's my best friend i tell her everything we talk she's my business partner my life partner like my writing partner you think there's too many partnerships in that no i don't when is she going to become your breeding partner we're not going to have kids what we're not having kids why we, I grew up in a very difficult situation where my parents weren't always there. They were, they were there for me enough, but they weren't always there. I was a latchkey kid. I grew up, I spent a lot of time alone. Yeah, this is planet Earth. Yeah, I know. I just don't want to have a kid because I know I wouldn't be able to give him the time that he needs with what I want to do. For that reason, I don't want to have a kid. Does I, your brother have kids? Nope. So you guys really could be a family that disappears. Yeah. That doesn't uh, mess with your manhood or no, anything? No, it doesn't. Hmm. Legacy is, is so much more than just blood. A lot of people say you can't understand love until you have a kid. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. Unconditional love. I'm sure, yeah. No, I know it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a limit on the human experience, but right now, at this moment, there's so much I want to do that I, a kid won't allow me to do. How old's Sarah? Uh, 24. Oh, so she's a baby. Yeah, I'm only 26. So it's very conceivable in eight years that you guys have a kid because uh, she wants a maybe. kid. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not ruling it out, but right now we're not having kids. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the plan. What if you have an immaculate conception? <laughs> like uh, one in 200 people I'd, do. What, well, <laughs> I would have it then. <laughs> like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, but what if you ended up with one? Yeah, hey. I would take care of it. Yeah, I would uh, raise it. But if I have a choice in the matter, I don't want to have kids. See, Will Hatton was telling me that they're thinking of adopting kids. Yeah. They, they want to get a couple of black kids that's cute yeah because yeah. i guess uh, he had a lot of racism in his family and he kind of wants to mm-hmm. put that to end in his bloodline mm-hmm. that's good you yeah. gonna have any more kids i'm getting old bud you're only 33 man yeah that's almost out of prime reproductive what are you talking about i know people in their 50s are having yeah kids. look how re- uh simple-minded their children are <laughs> yeah, but you're not carrying it. You could have it with like a 22 year old baby. Who says too. I'm not carrying it? You're not carrying the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something you want to tell me, Buck Angel? <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> There's something you're not telling me. Is that beard glued on? <laughs> oh, you got me. I got you. 58, 51 shows in. You finally busted me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they call me Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's not weird. The reason I record every conversation with my girlfriend is because I was taking radio journalism with Terry Gilday in the mm-hmm. summer. One, uh, one week, Terry couldn't make it. He had Dan Baumas fill in. Mm-hmm. Dan Baumas is an amazing... Uh, he's got those booming... Yeah. Voice. He's just talented. He's award-winning. He's... The morning show guy at NPR. Yeah, Europe. exactly. Yeah, he's an established radio... For 30 years. I don't want to say personality, what he's journalist. A personality. He's like, a yeah. personality. Yeah, and he played for us a clip for uh, an audio postcard. Yes. Which is, uh, it's, it's, how would you describe an audio postcard? It's uh, creating a visual story through an audio medium. 
Yeah, and it was him hiking up uh, this river or this waterfall, yeah. And ever so faintly, Mm -hmm. you could hear someone else talking in the background. Mm -hmm. And that was his wife. Yes. And he just stopped for a second and he goes, that's the only recording of my wife. A man in journalism, years. He has thousands of tapes, thousands of files, thousands of hours of radio recorded, and that's the only recording that he has of the woman he lost very recently. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that struck a chord with me. My girlfriend moved to L.A. during that time. She was gone. Mm-hmm. We had to spend the year apart. So every time I talked to her on the phone, I recorded it. With consent? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I recorded it because I, I don't know what happens with life. I don't know what happens, but I know it's that easy to record it, and it's that easy to keep it forever, so I will. And I did. Hmm. And I'm glad I did, because I would, every time I would miss her or I'd get lonely, I would just listen to her. If I couldn't you know, talk to her, I would just listen to our conversations. And Pick I'd up feel your better. underwear! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd feel better. Yeah. And it's just something I like doing. I like recording. We have interesting conversations. She's my favorite person to talk to on, on this planet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never come remotely even close to having that in my life. Yeah. Like, I've never... Every day feels like a date with Sarah. Every day. Mm -hmm. Whether we do something or whether we don't, it's always a good time. Hmm. And it's just, that's what you want in a partner, man. That's what you want in a relationship, is you just want to be happy. Probably makes it a lot easier. It is. Like, when times are tough, it's tough together. You know, and we hold each other up, you know, like I hold her up, she holds me up. And that's 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 what matters in a relationship. That's why we've been able to last for so long. We've been through we've been through hell and back as a couple. Like we've we've seen so much and we've earned so much and we've accomplished so much together that it's brought us closer together than ever. And I know it's cheesy, I know it's corny Do and you I, spoon together? Yeah, of course. She's my girl. You cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch the voice together? No, we don't she doesn't watch shows like that. The view. No, nothing like that. All right. Sarah, does Sarah look like the kind of girl that watches The View? No. No, Sarah... Hey, these are important questions to ask, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, yeah, Sarah doesn't watch stuff like that. We, we have... It's hardly an argument over what to watch. We have very similar tastes. Mm-hmm. How's your video game playing going? Uh, I, s- I still play about the same amount. Mm-hmm. A couple hours a week, like... How's it living with her? Three. You guys have never lived together. No, we've lived together. You're living in sin. Yeah, but we've lived together. We've lived together apart. We've moved out with married? our parents. Uh, we just don't want to. But you get a lot of tax benefits. Eventually, yeah, and we're looking into that. I mean, now that I have my citizenship, yeah, now that I'm done with school. At some point, you have to think about protecting her income because she makes good money. Yeah. I think you guys are silly not to be married. No, uh, well, you got to remember, like, see, you're jumping the gun a little bit. I was getting Pell Grants before. Things are different. Like, now that I'm done with school, now that I have my citizenship, it's a lot less messy. Because as a citizen, there's a larger process to go through to get married. I thought you just could have gotten married. Is that the old way of thinking? That's the TV show way of (laughs) 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 every TV show does that. It's a lot more complicated than that. It's it's a much more complex series of events in order to be to marry a a legal citizen or a legal immigrant Mm -hmm. of the United States. It's not just, you know, hey, you know, they're going to deport me on Monday. Let's get married on Friday. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's, it's much more complex. Marriage, yeah, mar- yeah. Of course, we'll get married down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it. 
Yeah. I'm happy for you, too. I hope uh, it works out for you. I but hope yeah. she uh, doesn't realize her mistakes. What does that mean? You? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Everyone says that. What does that mean? Because they're jealous and they're they making really, fun of you. They really, they have to because like everyone's always like, you don't deserve her. I'm like, I deserve her. <laughs> she doesn't deserve me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should pop to break real yes, quick. Yes, we should. I think I'm just about out of all the really bad 80s music. Mm-hmm. I have one more, though. Awesome. It's kind of a sad song, though. Let's hear it. Okay, you give me just a second, yeah. young man. I am. Behave yourself. All right. Thank you, people. Yeah, thank you. Here we go. Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> you bloomed that one. <laughs> of course. The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. I'll repeat that. The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. We want one thing. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being, in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. Hey guys, this is Dwayne Perkins, and you're listening to Old Ute Radio. You know it. Hi, I'm Kim Fisher with ABC4 Utah, and you're listening to KUTE Radio. Hey students, it's the end of the semester. You know what that means. Textbook buyback is December 13th through the 21st. It's a great way to get extra cash for the holidays and also get rid of those annoying books that you'll probably never use again. There's 10 convenient buyback locations throughout the campus, such as the Campus Store, Library Plaza, and the Health Science Store. Students can get up to 50% of the new value for their used textbook. Uh, no-brainer. You can also bring in any book, even if it's from past semesters. Plus, we give away free candy bars. Sweet! You can find even more information about buyback centers and where they're located at campusstore.utah.edu. That's campusstore.utah.edu. We'll see you then. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for tonight's broadcast from uh, Transmissions from Satellite Heart. Hope everybody had a good time. Hope everyone's having a good night. Be safe. You know, wake up, go to school. You have classes. It was like $5,000 to go to school here, so you, know, you might as well make the best of it. Um, make your parents proud. So, um, yeah, tune in next week. You know, stay tuned in. KUT Radio. Awesome student radio made by students for students. And welcome back to the final episode of Old U Radio. Final segment. I forgot to turn your mic on. <laughs> Good <laughs> thing I was whispering, mic. sir. I turned off the wrong mic. Oh, um, so this is your final segment. Yeah, I know. Because I'm off to go write a script. Yeah. An Emmy awarding script. Yeah. By Sasha Bloom. Yeah. And people that quit on us. Yeah. Yes. Max didn't quit. Yeah. Lauren didn't quit. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's happening, that you found your voice writing it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad, glad that it's done. I'm, so I noticed that I had the same hollow feeling today on campus. I went and got me a sandwich at Caputo's. I said, I will never be buying a sandwich from here again. Yeah. I was walking around campus. I was like... I won't be here anymore. Well, how do you feel? Because I feel like I've been dis- like I feel like I've been disconnecting myself like the Matrix. 
Like, you know, when he pulls out oh, all the tubes. Oh, you've been doing a good job. Like, I, I feel like, because it's time, you know, it's time for me to move on. It's time for me to focus on other things. And it's tough because I didn't want to leave, you know. This campus has so many resources, so many, like, cool things, so many amazing stuff. I didn't want to leave, you know, but yeah. I needed to. It's going to be an interesting thing, too, because now that I'm not a student and there's going to be students here wanting to compete with me for my job on the Pac-12. Yeah. And so my moral dilemma is, do I help them? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have now you're in the position where we were a year ago, where there was people like when we first showed up to the Pac-12, remember? Yeah. And, you know, like. Yeah. But I really I'm so tired of helping people out on yeah. this campus. Like, I have gone out of my mm -hmm. way to yeah. build up the communication program, yeah. and no one thanks me. Yeah. Just kick me right out the door. That resonates. They just don't care. Yeah, sometimes. and it's going to, you know, and see, here's here's the truth about me is I'm a good man, and I'll help people out. You know, I'll help out Utes because I, I know deep down I don't, I'm not competing with them. Like, they're not, they're not me. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I really wish that things had gone more smoothly uh, for me here. But at the same time, I came here and I got two jobs in yeah. professional broadcasting in a top 30 market. And you always got to keep in mind, too, with college. And I got my buddy hired yeah. in a top 30 market. With you know. universities, I mean, it's meant kind of for – like both you and I are kind of out of the median age range for uh, people here. Like it seems like well, the university has such lower expectations. Yes. You know? Because I think because they cater to these 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, you know, but you and I, were a little bit older. We kind of know, we know what the world's like outside yeah. of school, you know, and yeah. so we took advantage, I believe. But I'm still really hungry. Like, yeah. my, I, my thirst hasn't been quenched. My appetite hasn't been settled by being here. I want to be fantastic in the career of media, mm -hmm. not for fame, not for wealth, because I'm sick of watching journalism being mediocre. Yeah. You know, well, it's good. It's it's good that you have that 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 vision and that mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. It's good. I'm still figuring everything out, but I just know that I'm gonna keep going. You know. Yeah, my fear is really going away, and I think that the radio show has helped me out a lot because yeah. I've really, if you go back and listen to these episodes, I've beaten the hell out of myself on the air. Yeah, you did. You know, with uh, self-deprecation. Yeah. But it's not for humor. It's to kill my fear. Yeah. Self-defense. Yeah. Kill my ego, kill my fear. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm a man, and at some point, I'll be dead. And so why have fears? Why have disillusions? Yeah. Why not try to do the best you can every day? Yeah. But I think at, at the same point, it's time for me to say no to, mm -hmm. to a lot of things on campus. Yeah. So Learning you know, to say no is tough because I used to say yes to everything. I used to take mm -hmm. every single thing that came my way, and at some point, I had to be like, just stop. Because it ate me up inside. It it pushed me like to an end. Like I, I'm, oh, I'm learning this semester yeah. when ninety percent of my class quit on me. Yeah, and then I have a professor tell me, "Well, those were side projects. You were doing them to save my ass." And it's like, wait a minute, bud. You didn't even say thank you to me. Like, how dare you? You know, like no. the, the resentment I have towards some people on this campus is unforgiving, because at the end of the day. If you're going to be in media, there's a chance you're going to work with me down the road. Mm -hmm. And I don't forget those things. Mm -hmm. you know. We should never forget where you started. Yeah, I've never crossed anyone you. on this campus. You know, yeah. it, it's just it bothers me, man. And I'll delete that. But it bothers me to a point where I almost feel like I've been taken advantage of by a lot of people on this campus and financially on this campus. Yeah, sure. You know, you let me come on a radio station. 
uh, you let me put into it, um, you know, but and I've had so many people that were unqualified to teach me. You know, you give me these handful of brilliant professors, and then the rest of the time you have me with 24-year-old students that yeah. can't show up to class on time, can't show up sober. But that's kind of the thing, too. That's kind of what I was saying. Like, this this campus caters for younger kids. It's it's We're almost at a disadvantage being older, being more mature. Right, we want but more. Barack Obama's whole paradigm two years ago was to get people like me back into universities yeah. so that we could really contribute and to look the what economy. we've done yeah and that's kind of how it works because like success isn't just a straightforward pain-free thing like you got to suffer a lot of pains a lot of losses a lot of failures a lot of betrayals in order to achieve what you have like i've done a lot in a short amount of time and it's been hard and it's been tough and there have been moments where i thought i would quit there'd be moments where you know i thought nothing was going to work out there have been moments where I just thought this was the end, you know, and it's just the beginning. It is. And that's 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 what it takes to win. And that's what it takes to to have a good life. You know, all of this hard work, like I have a better life now. You have a better life now. You have a real career. You know, we got it. Mm -hmm. And it was tough, though. But that's kind of what life. That's how it works. I always believed. No, you got you got to struggle without struggle. There is no progress. Frederick (laughs) Douglass said that. That's a good man there. Yeah. And uh, I guess to close up the show here. Have you been to the men's bathroom up here on the uh, fourth floor? Of yeah, the I studio? go all the time. All right, the glory hole's coming back. Yep, yep, it's back. <laughs> it's a great way to end the show with news. Yeah. Hey, Johnny McKeon, yeah. I want to thank you from the top and bottoms of my heart. Uh, I appreciate you for doing the show, setting up the legacy of OU Radio for KU Internet Radio. I appreciate you having me on, Sasha, you approaching me. I've yeah. always wanted to do radio. I always wanted to podcast. I always wanted to be a part of this. I signed up. I never heard from anyone. Mm-hmm. But then you came to me, and you told me, hey, I got an idea, and I jumped on board, and I've never looked back. I appreciate it. I appreciate working with you. This has been wonderful. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch, you know, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So to make my show from last week complete, I have a minor clip from Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. A priori to that, we have a very interesting Michael Jackson song that I'm here curious to uh, get Johnny McKean's take on it. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, we are out of here for the year. Rebecca and myself will see you January 7th, 2014. So with that, I bid Johnny adieu. Good luck to you students. Don't drink and drive this semester, and uh, see you next year. Oh, and also don't forget, follow me on Twitter at Johnny McKeon. Yes. Follow Sasha at Mr. Underscore Blue. Yeah, and if you can rap, uh, I guess we're going to be doing a University of Utah rap battle contest. Awesome. So. And we'll get Street Jesus to uh, supervise that. Nice. So peace. Bye.
I have cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all persons will live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It is an idea for which I hope to live for and to see realized. But my Lord, if it needs be, it is an idea for which I am prepared to die.